welcome to our very last watch-along episode for Bridgerton Season 1. Join us as we watch Daphne and Simon get there happily ever after, at 1.5 times speed of course, and hear a bunch of our predictions for Season 3, along with our cat scale for the season. I know, it's been such a long time coming. We also discuss the economics of Regency-era gambling, try out a new type of podcasting where Rachel dances and Allison narrates it for the listener, and Rachel spends at least five minutes talking about how she wants to see the Little Mermaid live-action remake. Don't be a Cressida Cowper, and make sure to leave us a rating and review while you're listening. Enjoy the show! Episode eight. The finale. Do you know what I just realized just now? What? We have to do the, the cat scale this episode. I didn't think about that at all. Me neither. <laughs> been so long since we started this. So I just like. So I went to the ballet last week. And at one point it was like, it was so cat like. I I can't explain. I guess we like should have known that. But like ballet, like off the charts. At one point they were doing this like. I guess like some would call it like a spider crawl type thing, but like it was so imagine like the girl from the rig. Let me demonstrate. Obviously, they were doing it like on point, but like to get onto the stage, let me try to demonstrate. Hold on, hold on. Okay, watch. Ready? Angel is turning the camera. Hold on. I take the headphones out. I'm not gonna be able to hear you. Okay. She is getting off her bed, standing. Oh my god! What is that? She is doing a bizarre sideways, like a like the bear, like the bear walking hands, but sideways, but like skating sideways. I'm kind of reminded of a move that Taylor Swift does in the delicate music video where she like bends down and like swings her arms. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry that you can't see this listener. Uh, Rachel has now returned to the bed. She stopped doing this weird demon mating ritual. Um, <laughs> that didn't look clip. even remotely cat-like it did look no, a little bit like so bear cat-like. walking you know like, bear, like that's what it's called yeah like bear crawling yeah yeah bear crawling yeah that's what it's i bet i could find it online i mean i just i i don't even want to know what it really looked like i just want the image of you doing it in my head <laughs> like, wait they were doing that on point yeah like that point that part where, like they were on point like their legs were like on point while they were doing that part Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, no, it was like... <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> That's terrifying. Okay, all right. Okay, so... There's this beginning anecdote about the, like, shortest courtship ever, Mary Leopold. And yeah. I know before season two came out, there was a lot of speculation that that was a reference to Mary Sharma, like Kate's, right. Kate's mom. Right, right, right. And people were like... And we talked about it. We were like, no, it doesn't uh-huh. make sense timing-wise. But now having watched that again after watching season two... I think that's what they were going for because it was supposed to be, it was like a scandalous courtship and she leaves the country. Like it specifically stated that Mary Leopold left the country never to be mm-hmm. seen again. So like, mm-hmm. I think that's what they were trying to accomplish, but I don't, I just don't think they did the math. Why was Mary scandalous? <laughs> oh, oh, right. It was scandalous because the dad was like poor or whatever TM. And they were like, no one knows why they left the country, but like, isn't it kind of obvious? Like they left the country because yeah, to go back to like India, where he's from. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's what. Yeah, I remember the years like weren't making sense, but like, like if 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 based on the year that they say like Edwina would have been like nine, which like doesn't match up. 
like it's season two so yeah don't worry listen whatever and then it's not really like brought back I don't know yeah there's just a lot I think it was well because there's a bee in that like first scene that like lands on the character I I really think it was supposed to be like a wink Mm -hmm. wink nod nod Mm -hmm. they just I don't know in the know they're not good at math I just I guess Francesca's coming home. Hello. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. In last episode, Violet's like, oh, it's so nice that we're all together again. I'm like, what? You have another daughter. Where Listen. is she? Where is Francesca? She's apparently in Bath and she's back. Like Daphne's like, Francesca's coming home. So glad. Yeah. Which honestly <laughs> sucks for that actress because she like left Bridgerton because she got like the lead role in like another Netflix show and like mm-hmm. that show got canceled after one yeah, season. That sucks. So like that really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the greatest disappointment of this season, however, is not Francesca not being there and Violet, her own mother, not remembering that. Um, but it's <laughs> the canon confirmation of Philip Crane, which basically destroys any chance of them making Eloise gay, frankly. Mm-hmm. I just think they would not have included his character as a little easter egg i mean is it an eloise easter- was gonna hook know. up with him i just i, just I don't. also don't i also i, I don't I, I agree i don't think always gonna be gay it's just like i also don't put it past them to somehow make her be with someone besides but like i just well, have philip and marina be totally irrelevant totally extraneous I, I might believe that if they hadn't shown up in season two mm-hmm. if we hadn't been reminded of them yeah and like I normally I would trust that it's just that like and I think if I was watching the show without reading the books I would be assuming that like everything was significant and I wouldn't have necessarily been proven wrong yet it's just that like there are so many I don't know that is something that that season two I think does a lot better than season one like is the like cohesive character arcs like Mm. everything most things that the characters do even if we're like even if you don't like that you know, particular character arc, like most mm-hmm. things that they do further their arc along mm-hmm. and like make sense. Whereas like in this season, like, like the random ladies gambling night, like what, like that was just pulled out of nowhere. Like they're just like, it's like they ran out of ideas after oh, yeah. like episode six. And so they're just throwing things at the wall. That's like, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's exactly, exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, like unclear season two. I mean, season two also like it just dragged on for so long. Well, no yeah, because season two they the middle of it dragged on, right? But then 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 they tried to like cram back too many forth. ideas into like the last episode. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, it's like Kate goes from like full unconscious concussion to like oh yeah fireworks marriage proposal by the end. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like girl, that was so. Not in not in the 19th century. That was just too much. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, we don't have to think. Did you know Simone Ashley is in the new Little Mermaid movie? I didn't. She plays know that. one of the sisters of oh, like that's fun. one of the wait. When is sisters. that? Is has that come out? Like I feel yeah, like... it's come out. Okay, when? Like maybe a week or two ago. Oh, okay, okay. Because I feel like I heard about it like so long ago, and then I kind of just like assumed it must have come out, and I just like missed it because I didn't know. But then like I kept. We well, heard stuff about recently. it because all the racists were making the big stink about them casting a black sure. actress to play Ariel. But I also like would have I don't know I simultaneously like would have expected to hear a lot either a lot more about it or like less. Like I either was like oh it must have like flopped and so that's why I didn't hear about it. But like if it came no. out a week ago, I would have expected to see more. I guess I'm not the target audience, but like I should be. Like they mm-hmm. should know that. I'm sorry, <laughs> the nostalgia audience. Well, yeah. it's 
the one thing that I think is really, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but the one thing that I think is really funny is the girl that plays Vanessa, who's like the hot version of Ursula. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when the she sister? like enchants. No, no, oh, no. oh, yes, yes. When yes. she enchants yes, Prince yes. Eric, trans- whatever. The girl that plays her, all, you know, the racists who are mad that there's a black Ariel who are, are like, oh, you should have played like, like you should have played Ariel, like blah, blah, blah. And she is just fully like anyone that comments that on her social media, she just fully blocks them. <laughs> And just yeah. like constantly posts video where she's like, guys, I can't even sing. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Wait, I really want to watch that now. Wait, yeah. I feel like personally offended that I haven't been getting more. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure it's out? i ads for it. Where? I'm hearing about it on Twitter because people are talking okay, about it on Twitter. It. Okay, I see it. They committed to like a really dark cover relative just because when you search on disney plus it comes up next to like the cartoon one wait is it on disney <gasps> little plus mermaid already? return to the sea it is oh no it's only the trailer oh is it in theaters yeah oh okay oh i can go see it in theaters <laughs> wait this is just like a little you're like I'm sorry your emotional like roller coaster <laughs> i know yeah go see it i've yeah. been considering seeing it because i've just heard like I mean, I it's just, it's it's a live action Disney movie, so you yeah, have to but, go in, ex, you know, with a certain expectations. But unlike Beauty and the Beast, the actress that plays the princess can actually sing very yeah, well. And it in has fact, 90, that is her primary career. It, oh, really? It like, has yeah, a ninety five percent audience score and sixty eight percent. Yeah, it's really fun. Except that it's <laughs> the mo- the most like meme slash criticism I've seen of it is like like the songs <laughs> that they added and apparently there's like a rap song between like scuttle Absolutely. and it's yeah. because lin-manuel miranda is involved and like it's just like oh wait. my god <laughs> absolutely wait okay so when you google like little memory rotten tomatoes the first like the top news stories that come up are like despite getting review bombed in some places the little mermaid just hit a rotten tomatoes milestone forbes there's something fishy about the little mermaid audience review scores update the critics must be crazy like, and then you open it and it's like updated 529 with a review below. Turns out I actually really like this movie. <laughs> Second update. <laughs> like first she was like, um, yeah, something fishy, like as if there's like some conspiracy with the audiences. And he's like, actually, oh turns out the critics are just wrong. <laughs> and then he was like, wait, it was delightful. I was, was I wrong? Am I the villain? Am I the baddie? I find it utterly preposterous that this film would score that much higher with audiences than with critics. Like. Why? That's like a tale as old as time. No, I know. I know. (laughs) Critics will not entirely politically aligned. Are much more likely as a group to be sympathetic to. Yeah, I know. He's like, no, I was right. Listen, I was wrong. Listen. I'll take the L. I'll admit it. (laughs) <laughs> I'll post it in a national magazine. <laughs> Listen, well, I want to see it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I feel like it would be what if it would be a movie that would be like good to see in theaters. You know, you know how yeah. like there are some movies that like I just really like Little Mermaid. There are no, some I, mean, I really movies. like The Mermaid yeah. too, but there are certain movies oh, yeah, that where like yeah. it, you're like, wow, I wish that I'd seen this in theaters mm-hmm. because it, you know, that would have been a, like a that's what it's made for mm-hmm. you know as opposed to tv yeah oh i can't go this weekend hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if i could go right now 
<laughs> oh my God. Okay. Can we fit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lord Featherington's getting into more debt. He offers the D to his house as a bet. Yeah. And like he wins the bet, but then, you know, the, his creditors like beat him, like kill him or whatever, yeah. because, you know, he yeah. cheated and, and that you would think that that would mean, and they took all their money back. Like we see that the money is all gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why does the whole deed to the house situation, why is that not, why is that not the issue of season two for the Featheringtons instead of like, the yeah, inheritor? I guess they gave it back. I don't know. Cause then why I guess would they give it back? Yeah, I have no idea. It doesn't make sense. I, but something, but okay. Yeah, you're right. That opens up more questions. I did have some questions answered because at first, like, there's the scene where he goes up to them at the match and they're they're like, oh, like you asked us here today. Like, we love a race, but like, why? And he's like, I have a bet for you. And like, I thought like they're sketchy. They're like, their faces, like, I thought one of them has a scar. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I thought their skeptical looks the whole time were like, because they knew that he was like throwing the race. And I was like, well, why would you go through with this? Like, why wouldn't you just say like, fuck you up front instead of like letting him cheat you and then killing him. But I realized the line that they say is like, the only reason a Lord like you would come to us is because your word is mud with the people that know you. So they're like, because you're coming, although he obviously does know them to a certain extent because he like called them there. But like, so that's why they're skeptical. They're like, you wouldn't be coming to us if you had it because the people, it must, the only reason you come to us is because the people that actually know you know that you suck and like can't be trusted. Okay. Cause I, that's what I was confused. I was like, why would they, it seems like a pointless entrapment. Otherwise it's like, if they know he's going to cheat you just like, or or just kill him right there. But like, why even go through (laughs) with like, right? Like if they're like, (laughs) no, I think, I think that's what they do. You know, like similar, similar, I know like pawnbrokers, you Mm -hmm. know, not like they're not the same but it's like the similar mm-hmm. kind of like- and why and they don't kill the boxer or take their money back from him and it's not like he disappears like i would have like respected i would have like expected know. him to just like take the money and run and like disappear but like he doesn't because he comes back in season two i, like, I totally I, again but... i think they were just throwing stuff at the wall at this point like it really i mean that made sense. sense that like mr featherington would die and like whatever but like sure but like with the whole with the boxer starting his old gentleman's cult like it's yeah weird. well that's season two yeah that just doesn't make it i know but you know they were setting that up right because like, right. the whole season he's ta- the whole season one he's talking about wanting to retire yeah I and mean, maybe he'll come back and be relevant in season three like i'm so willing to be proven wrong like maybe they are playing the long game and like it's just like <laughs> it seems like there should be a point at least like a mini point within each season too and then like yeah finally like a big point but like yeah i, I think you're giving them too many Maybe, yeah. although they, they switched showrunners for season two, and I think she's, like, staying on for, like, future seasons. Okay. So maybe that'll be more cohesive. I mean, I don't think the biggest problem was season one to season two. I just think it was generally, like, intra-season for, like, just, I don't know. Oh, I just I just saw a note where I, where I wrote, how the fuck does Win- Will Mondrick get to keep the money, too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I also wonder that. Now, but, like, yeah. I don't know. Because that seems like just as important to disincentivize, right? Like the reason to kill him is to be to send a message to anyone else who might be thinking of doing this. I mean, like, don't you fucking even dare because we're gonna know. get Maybe you. Maybe it's like class solidarity. They're like, we'll take out the rich guy, the aristocrat. <laughs> maybe, but like yeah, I don't know. maybe. But like it but like you have to make sure that the boxers aren't gonna take the the offer either because it's like equal, obviously just as lucrative for you know yeah i don't know and they don't even have to put up the money up front. i guess they like lose their careers that's like incentive well like- i do wonder whether 
I mean, he, like, I think Will gets part of the pot, but I don't think the pot is just Lord Featherington, you know? Like, it's other people, you know, it's like whoever's betting, isn't it? So he gets even more. I don't know. I don't know how gambling works. He gets even more money? No, I think the only reason he gets money is because Lord Featherington splits it with him. Offers. Like, I don't think he automatically gets winnings from the betting. I don't know if his winnings are contingent on the betting right like he gets money from like putting up the show and stuff probably Mm. and maybe he makes like maybe he gets some money from like the people who are taking the bets but that would be like a set percentage like maybe it's like a you know what i'm saying yeah no i know what you're talking about i don't know maybe he gets some kind of like boost maybe it's like part of the pot yeah i don't know but he lost so like i don't know i don't know i don't know how that yeah Simon, yeah, and Simon, like, has the audacity to go up to him and start, like, trying to lecture him and, like, telling him off. But, like, the man's like, yeah, right, like, you're just, like, get out of here. Thank <laughs> you. You have <laughs> no way to stand on. <laughs> go on, get. Yeah. And then Daphne finally finds the letters to the dad. And, like, honestly, watching this back, like, if I were her, she's, like, really bold because Lady Danbury comes up to her and is, like, what are you doing? And, like, seems really – the whole thing is weird because Lady – like, they fully lean into, like – the stutter being like a huge problem, not just because the dad's an asshole, but also like as if it's like an actual moral failing. It just, I don't know. It just made me, it just made me feel it's weird. like, like imagine, yeah, I don't know. It was weird and like ableist. I don't, it was just like weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's weird and ableist in the book too. Like it's not, but I feel like in the book, I mean, the basic we don't have premise- other characters being like, yeah like it's a good thing he like overcame the speech like i don't know I mean, well the other characters didn't know about it that's the sure sure we don't have like a lady danbury type character be yeah. acting as if but this the premise is still oh he overcame his disability with through sheer will sure but i feel like it's not yeah do you get what i'm saying like the like no yeah i, I yeah yeah that the added layer like he is bought into that because the dad has like is an asshole but like there's not as someone else independently being I don't know whatever yeah and she acts like really hostile to Daphne I'm like maybe you should like fucking told Daphne so she didn't have to snoot like Daphne should know this is like silly but it's almost like be- it's because she's like bought into this thing as like no one should know because he's like overcome I don't know whatever remember in the book when like it's revealed that like his dad wrote him a bunch of letters when he was an adult and then like we they never read them in. Oh, in no, the book the epi- was and really then it was book? the second epilogue where julia quinn was like yeah it was so weird like i didn't even think twice about the letters but all these readers were like what's in them so like here it is <laughs> wait and she gives us the letters did no, she actually no, she has daphne read them read okay. some of them and be like oh the- he's just talking about like the estate and like stuff mm-hmm. like he's not like apologizing and then they like burn them or something okay <laughs> like so we still don't even get whatever. I mean, actually, I don't know. I get that. I get why you wouldn't want to write that. Why you wouldn't want to like put that in the book. No, no. But like, there's not even a scene of him reading that. You know what I mean? Like he, he, they're not even brought up. I guess just like in the narrative arc, like where would that fit? You know? Cause like, we're not trying to redeem the bad character. So we have Anthony trying to convince. What's the opera singer's name? I can't forget to remember. Deanna? Deanna? Sienna. Sienna. Okay, it's because it's a weird name. I, I would never. They're just like the all lovey dovey, and he's like trying to convince her to like come with him. Like honestly, I'm like rooting for them in this in this moment. Like not for Anthony per se, but like 
I don't know. Green like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck that. You should be able to, you should run away together. He's not even saying run away together at this point. He's just saying, like, boldly come to the party with me and get shit talks. And, like, I like, get, I get like, like, he's not, yeah, he's not even proposing yeah. marriage. You know, he's just like, be my public girlfriend. Right. It's insane. He's yeah. rabbit Anthony. I do have a note. I don't know he's what trigger so this. so rabbit. Rabbit yeah. Anthony is back, baby. He's so ra- Does he ever stop being rabbit? He was he's like, so there fucking was a rabbit. brief lull Whoa. where like he was he a was little saying, bit calm. When he was like chill when Benedict yeah. was talking about the, uh, yeah. the no DS dating them. Is her name Madame Delacour? Yeah. Yeah, Madame Delacour. Yeah. We also get a stupid, there's like a family bonding scene. I think it's when Francesca comes back. Um, mm-hmm, where Simon, we, get a stu- yeah. we get a whole fucking scene where Colin is singing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. you have Olivier award winning actor, Jonathan Bailey, right there. And I you know. don't have him sing. And you have this like loser, like this other and guy. The subtitle <laughs> says Gregory is singing and you can't see who's on stage. And I remember see- I saw that and I was so confused. I was like, try- I was like, no, it's cool. This sounds like, I know, I was like, this sounds like an adult man. No. Like, I thought Gregory was a child. Who the fuck is Gregory? <laughs> and then I was like, Colin could be named Greg- Gregory. Like that, he looks like he could be a Gregory. Like that's fair. Greg. Yeah. Greg. No, really. He, you're, you're telling me he doesn't look like a Greg. He does look like a Colin, but he also looks like a Greg. Like you look at that man. I unfortunately, agree. yeah. Oof. No, it's so. <laughs> I was like, why? Why does a Jonathan Bailey ever sing? Maybe he will in the third one. Maybe they'll hear this. He's in the Wicked movie. He's like the male love interest he been, in like, the Wicked movie. Helping Sienna practice her lines or whatever. I want him. You know what I want? I want that. I want them. Kate and Anthony have a baby in season three, and I want him to sing that baby a lullaby. That's what I want. Fair enough. That's a way to work him. it in. I want to hear him sing. Isn't it weird how you can't really tell if someone will have a good singing voice from their speaking voice? Yeah, a little bit. I wonder what's up with that. I had multiple like choir directors be like, oh, it's weird. You're you're singing voice because I'm like a soprano. I was, you know, back when I practiced and like my speaking voice is a lot lower. Like I speak in my lower register. Yeah. But I sing in a higher register. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Because I was always boldly in alto, alto, but I feel like my voice is higher than yours in general. It was probably just because I was able to handle the harmony. Listen, I'm choosing to take that. Listen, I I will take that L. Like, I can't do harmony. I can't do it for shit. They've tried to make me do them, and I fail spectacularly <laughs> every time. I can't. I can't. It's harder. <laughs> can't they do take it. the kids that can do it. I remember ever since I saw that, I was like, you're right. I am better. It was like, yeah, basically, <laughs> like, at the young age, like, if you were, like, told a soprano alto, it's just, like, which kids can, like, are able to like do the harmony instead of just the melody yeah. <laughs> like that's the differentiation it's like your voice I was like yeah I mean, you're right yeah yeah I was always like vaguely insulted for some reason it's like listen I'm, I am just better no but it is really it's so weird there must be some correlation like I bet you could make some kind of like regression of like voice versus singing but like even when you hear like know. singer like really famous singers like you really can't tell. Well, but also because like good singing voice is kind of subjective in a way. Right. You know what but I mean? like well, Bruce Springsteen versus. Sure. But I just mean versus who? Like an opera singer. Like, you know what I mean? Like those well, are two sure. different ends of the spectrum. But you're saying this Jonathan Bailey man is like a really good singer. And like, I would never, if you told me to like pick a Bridgerton sibling from the show or like yeah. really any member of well, the cast. Yeah. I'm just saying he's one, no he's one of the British him. equivalent of a Tony. Well, I believe you. Sure, I believe you. It's just like I would never have picked him out of a lineup for that from like this <laughs> this gang, you know? That's him, officer. He's the singer. 
Yeah. Right. It's like in that episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine when they have him do, oh, fuck. He has him sing a song. I forget what it is. I don't know. It's like the cold open. He's having all the perps sing the song because like <laughs> the criminal was singing the song. Uh, and then like at the, the end, like one of them say, oh, it's tell me why ain't nothing like I'm Wait, sure I that one. and then at the end of the cold open like the woman that's standing next to him is like that's him that's the man who murdered my brother what <laughs> like after they have like a big chorus of like tell me Wait, i wouldn't watch that Wait. <laughs> it's great that's him Just <laughs> that's the, the man who murdered my brother oh my god <laughs> Jake makes the criminals sing. Well, only one of them is going to be a criminal, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of good okay. songs. Yeah. And then Sienna is like, fuck you, Anthony. Like, they break up. What I know is that you are lost. I cannot allow you to set me adrift as well. That was a good yeah. line. Anthony is such a sub. Like, yeah. at his core, he's such a sub. Yeah. yeah. The reason he has so much inner turmoil is because he's a sub trying to be a dom. Yeah. That's so true. And Maybe. Kate, Kate is strong enough to be like, yeah. and he no. keeps seeing called <laughs> out. Yeah. And then Simon's like, like, he's like, when he's like fighting with Simon, he's like, yeah, well, you never had a dad that taught you how to be like a head of household. And Simon's like, yeah, well, you sure make it look hard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then the, everything was resolved happily with the beautiful spring um shower arrangement like that that's i think it's spring by vivaldi is what the song is arranged. oh like, yeah the song they it's just so beautiful i love one that. of the seasons Listen. one of the four oh. seasons i think, I think it is, it, is it spring. spring it could be autumn i don't know it's i listened not, to it yesterday not while i was doing my crossword puzzles it's definitely not autumn because autumn sounds like death we get this yeah. stupid where violet's like you are a bridgerton and i'm like what does that mean that means nothing you've you've I not know. established what that means we also get a moment when lady danbury tells everyone to leave because simon and daphne are having a moment and the queen listens to her for some reason like i just why is the queen listening to this random woman um also daphne turns around and there's a zipper in the back of her dress and i very openly cackled seriously i was like that's the laziest shit i've ever seen you didn't even mm. like cover that with like a with like a little buttoned flap like you didn't even try <laughs> to not have that be a very open zipper god or just like not show it in the shot like that would have maybe, been easy. maybe there was a what's that zipper company that owns like that's like 50 percent of all the world zippers yeah ykk maybe there was like a sponsorship they're like you gotta slip in a zipper <laughs> listen it's a good joke it's a great joke anyway, even yeah simon and daphne make up i still i this is the third time i've watched the season i still don't really understand what like they're trying to get at as like the conflict like simon not thinking he's worthy of love i just feel like they didn't <laughs> i was like this isn't really i don't know it, it never made sense to me um but yeah then daphne has her long-awaited child and um the bee appears and i want to know whether the bee is going to continue to make an appearance in future seasons or whether that was just an easter egg for anthony such a weird easter egg it makes no sense i feel like it's going to continue it's just like they chose that as a motif and like it's cute if you don't think about it too much like you don't think about the fact that it's very springy very cute it goes with their whole aesthetic like the blue somehow goes nice with yellow listen (laughs) definitely goes with the bridgerton aesthetic absolutely yeah. listen <laughs> all right cat scale okay overall hmm. i feel like it's pretty low 
Daphne, uh, Anthony in this season is a rabid dog. And in season mm-hmm. two, he's a rabid cat. Mm-hmm. And Kate is a cat. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he hasn't mm-hmm. like made the transformation yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And none of, the rest else. of them are cats. Yeah, no. no. Look, they're wannabe cats. They're, it's giving yeah. like red panda derogatory. Oh, no. Actually, do you know who's a cat? Lady Featherington. Lady Featherington. Oh, for sure. Cat. You're right. You're right. Yeah, for sure. A cat like raising puppies. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like one of those like heartwarming videos where it's yes. like, look, cat mom adopts like animal Bunnies that's not a or some species. shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, yeah. <laughs> Except she's like not heartwarming. She's like, what the fuck? But like, I'm absolutely committed. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being forced? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm so on? committed. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, also there are a lot of dogs. Everyone has a dog as a pet, but no mm-hmm. cats as pets. Mm-hmm. Not in mm-hmm. season two either. It's pretty rude, frankly. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Wait, there are a lot of dog pets? Who has a dog as a pet? Featherington. Well, Marina gets a dog from one of her suitors and then Penelope plays with it for the rest of the season. The queen really? has all the dogs. Um, the queen that? has like 10 pe- right. Pomeranians. What dog does Penelope play with? It's like a little small, tiny little dog. She's like a small little Pomeranian or something. Like it's one of the little, it's like a little. Huh. How did I miss that? She's like playing with it. She's like sitting on the floor playing with it in the background okay, in like a okay. few scenes. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Listen, fair enough. Okay. So cat scale. Three. Three, two, one, two. Three. Did, <sighs> I thought we were counting. What do you, you mean? You didn't count. <laughs> well, I let you do it. We said well, it we at count, the same time from my perspective. Together. I'm sorry. I think I realized that it's probably better. We were that was the only time that we've said the number at the same time, like from my perspective. Oh no, we didn't say it at the same time. You said three, oh. and then I said two. That's so weird. Wait, I don't really? Know what the delay is. Yeah. That's so weird that I said it first. That doesn't make any sense. Because I heard you at the same time as me. How is that possible? But I heard you earlier than you said it. I don't know. I don't. You're asking too many questions. <laughs> you're asking too many questions. I don't have the answer to. That's suspicious. I don't know. Yeah, that's the <laughs> end of British in season one. Hey, Allison. I can, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take, I'll take one for the team. Thank hey, you. Rachel. Where can you find us? Well, Allison, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at We Read It One Night. You can find us on Etsy at Evelyn and Adelaide. Allison's got some awesome new designs that you should check out that you still have to send me pictures of so I can make TikTok content <laughs> Yeah, I of keep it. forgetting to do that. Yeah, that's bold. I keep opening um, Canva and then I get like <laughs> distracted by like making memes and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, it's productivity. What am I missing? Email us. Email us. We read it one night at gmail.com. Um, and make sure to give us a rating and review wherever you listen. That's possible on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I know that for a fact. And if you're listening it's somewhere else. It's not possible, I feel like, most places you're listening to your podcast. Yeah, so, so don't be listen, a coward. You can run, but you can't hide. You know who? I don't know. I was going to try to, like, make a, like, you know what, Bridgerton character that we don't like? Wouldn't leave a rating review, but I just, I can't really think. Addie's scratching at the door. I can't really think of. Okay. Cressida, Cressida Cowper wouldn't. Yeah, Cressida Cowper wouldn't leave us a rating mm-hmm. and review, but she would listen to all our episodes without mm-hmm. downloading. Mm-hmm. And listen, brother, you download and then you can undownload. You don't have to keep the download. Yeah, you and you listen when once. you don't have Wi-Fi. Like that's yes. the perk. 
Yeah. And also like, I feel like most of you aren't struggling with memory the way I am. So like, listen, just take one for the team. (laughs) (laughs) We're not asking for much. I'm here Uh, hat in hand. (laughs) I've come to you in my hour of need. (laughs) Asking you. You come to me in your hour of need. Asking me. I'm once again asking for a rating and review. Listen. I come to you on the day of your daughter's wedding. Asking. All right. Godspeed, comrade. Godspeed. Godspeed.